from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Aaron Rodgers is on with Pat McAfee. So, I mean, nobody's paying attention to this anymore. So we're going to spend the next hour just talking about whoever the hell we want and farting into the microphone. Yeah. So welcome into the farting edition of Ken LeVick Alive. Tuesday means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is our bass farter. I'm the soprano uh, farter, and tenor is um, is is Theo Dorsey. So we're going to sound a lot like the home team then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're your home Ding team bong. pregame show uh, before 4 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. So uh, what we'll do, we probably should have coordinated this, but because we're banned at our jobs, we didn't do it. Our Aaron Rodgers insider, marketing director, Courtney, uh, if she wants to come in at any time with any breaking news uh, about Aaron Rodgers, uh, Aaron Rodgers, like to me, the Instagram post, the Instagram post, and we'll get to listening lunch in a second, sounds like a, t- a retirement message. For anybody else, any other athlete, you see that, and there's a lot of past tense, there's a lot of finality, a lot of words like beautiful in it, it sounds like the precursor to a retirement announcement. Stone's right when he says that that was written under the influence of red wine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't scotch like I initially thought. It is red wine influenced. Um, but Aaron Rodgers isn't a normal person. And so I just don't know if this is him wanting to put something out there because he's been drinking red wine and then he can jump on McAfee in mere moments and say, what, I was just expressing some gratitude. Like you said, Stone, during the break, can a dude just express some gratitude? Like, it could very realistically just be that. He, he's also a narcissist, and he does like people talking about him. So I think, again, this it, it all ties in. The red wine, the him sitting back on the couch, how can I really like kind of beef up the show for tomorrow? Yeah. How can I give some talking points? And then he's going to go on there and he's going to gaslight us. I think I've using that right, right? Gaslighting? Mm-hmm. For sure. He's going to gaslight us like, oh, what do you mean? Like, yeah, what are you anything. talking about? Why would you even go to that place? It's, Why would you jump to those conclusions? Yeah, Read a book. It's just hashtag <laughs> Monday Night Gratitude. Yeah. You don't have any gratitude? <laughs> <laughs> don't you have any gratitude in your life? But, but man, that post, I mean, I what I read, and I'm not reading it again. I'll be damned if I'm reading uh, that again. But that was like eight paragraphs. That's an eight paragraph social media post. So that took a significant amount of time for him to think about and post. And there's like eight pictures. He had to search out the pictures for it. So that's the one thing I keep going back to, though, too, is that that was a significant project for just gratitude. He could have spread that out over a number of Mondays. What's he going to do for Monday Night Gratitude? We get a Shefty tweet here. Oh, boy. So he's Shefty is beating Courtney as our Aaron Rodgers insider already. Good job, Courtney. What do we pay you for? Courtney, we are disappointed here. Uh, you want to read off the Shefty tweet? Uh, I don't have it. Go ahead and All read right, it. Go ahead and read it off. So Adam Shefty just tweeted uh, here eight minutes into his appearance on the McAfee Show. Aaron Rodgers told the Pat McAfee Show that there will be, quote, no decision on my future, unquote, today. He's just getting his head above the sand now. So it's Groundhog Day or something like that. Just getting his head above the sand. That just makes it worse, <laughs> harder. Well, it, this is. Let's get into the listening lunch because I want to hear. I, I want you to hear Ryan Clark because this was before Aaron Rodgers even went on McAfee and gave whatever that means. Again, Aaron Rodgers tells Pat McAfee after that like nine chapter long Instagram <laughs> post last night, cryptic. 
that there's, quote, no decision on my future. Of course. I'm, quote, just getting my head above the sand now. Again, what? What are you? What are you? I, I, don't, I don't know. Did he get buried on the beach? Yeah, is he in Qatar? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, but here's, here's Ryan Clark from Get Up This Morning. He's already fed up and he hadn't heard from Aaron Rodgers yet. I'm not doing this with y'all, man. I'm not. I, I did it for I did it for seven months last season, and then he showed up to freaking training camp on the first day with a Kevin from the office shirt on. And you know, I had just got into the office like a year ago, so I was excited about it, but I was upset that y'all made me try to decipher everything that Aaron Rodgers was doing the entire offseason. I think Aaron Rodgers understands this now. I think he understands that he finds himself intelligent. He Correct. finds himself very engaging. Correct. And you know why he finds himself engaging? Why? Because every time he does something, we dummies engage. And yeah. this is just another time true. that we're doing that because we know that there's uncertainty in his future, or at least he's made us believe that there's uncertainty in his future. He knows if he does something like this, it's going to be talked about. Dude is not stupid at all. He's also now become somewhat of a media darling, whether it's because you love him or you hate to hear him. We all listen. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is controlling the narrative as he did for much of the last offseason. And he also got an opportunity to control a little bit of his future, which is why we are talking about it right now. No one knows what dude is thinking. No one knows what dude is doing. <sighs> I hate to admit it, but Rhino is right. Yeah. We're dummies. And we don't know anything. Damn it, Aaron. I thought today was going to be the day. We're feeding right into what he wants. But that message seems so damn cryptic. Like it just does. And is he with Sailing Woodley or not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't addressed that yeah. yet. Is he going to address that on the Pat so, McAfee show? Yeah. Uh, he will. Uh, Pat's good. Yeah. Yeah, Pat will ask him. And by the way, we tried to book Aaron Rodgers, but... As you know, he chose Pat McAfee over, yeah. over us today. He punted so, on us. Yeah, so we'll, we'll uh, you see that. He, maybe we'll Pat get Jacoby Brissett later yeah. in the summer. We'll, and we need that to figure out what he's actually. doing next. Yeah. yeah, you like that, right? Yeah, that was good. It took me a while, but I got it. <laughs> That's got what it. happens with some of mine. You know, it's just no. It was good though. It was good. I like that. Uh, but but it, it's not normal to post about an ex the way he posted last night, right? But he's he's not normal. She's not normal. So we saw Carmelo Anthony kind of do it with Lala. Because when he, he was trying to get her back, but he he cheated he on messed her, up, yeah. and he was trying to get her back. This I don't I don't think they were indiscretions. It just was weird. He's a weird dude though, and I'm sure for her she knows he's a weird dude. So she probably woke up, or I guess it was last night. So she probably saw it come across and was like, eh, "Well, it was Aaron. I'm gonna go tan my nether regions." <laughs> Here's another quote from the Pat McAfee show as of uh, two minutes ago. If you're expecting more than one normal interview, you can go ahead and turn it off right now. What does that mean? I don't More know. More than one normal interview. Wait, what is that? Wait, read oh, it again. Oh, wait, wait. Say it in a different. You, you kind of read that kind of weird. He said, more if than you're one. expecting more than a normal interview, okay. you can go ahead and turn it off now. Oh, got it. I thought you said more than one normal yeah, interview. Yeah, when you said more than one, I'm thinking, is there going to be multiple interviews? <laughs> yeah, wow. And why would he want us to turn away if he's got multiple? So but, he's saying if you're if you're expecting anything more than just yeah. an interview with a buddy, yeah. turn off. Well, again, Pat McAfee is not doing his job well. Yeah, that's a if weird If he doesn't tease. ask about Shailene Woodley. Because now, now that he's not going to retire today, my whole focus has shifted. <laughs> Are you, you wrote a three-paragraph appreciation post for a woman we believed you had broken your engagement off to. Yeah. But in the picture, 
They're like cuddly and she looks tan, which means she was getting some vitamin D in the nether regions as she likes to do. Hey, okay. And uh, eating some clay. Things were happy. It was a simpler time. So now, are they still together? Because it's not normal. Stone, any woman you've broken up with in the past, have you written an appreciation post for them like a week after you broke up with them? No, I have not. Because that woman wouldn't... That'd be weird. Yeah. They, be like almost I don't stalking. think they would appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's sending wrong signals. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Who does know? Aaron Rodgers doesn't even know. He's just out here just frolicking in, in daisies and reading probably mysterious books. Yeah. And watching The Office. Yeah. And and and, and uh, talking about his medical status with Dr. Joe Rogan. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is still with Shailene Woodley? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He wrote three paragraphs about his ex or who we believe to be his ex. Is that the behavior of a broken up couple or do you think they're back together or still together? Aaron Rodgers, is he still with Shailene Woodley? I need to know. I need clarity on this. I need to understand if that's normal behavior, what Aaron Rodgers did last night. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at me, at KLV1063, where Mark Sheffield has gotten a hold of us. And on Aaron Rodgers, he says, Aaron wants to be the leader of the Real Housewives of the NFL, always needs the spotlight, and to be mysterious. Retire already. Well, the mysterious thing, I think you correctly uh, uh, diagnosed it, uh, Theo. It's its narcissism, right? Yeah, he's just very self-centered. He has that, maybe even, I don't know if he has the God complex, like what we talked about with, uh, what were we talking about, Nadal? Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic has the God complex. One of those good guys. I think Aaron Rodgers has a little bit of that as well. Like He wants this offseason to center around him again, and it's like, dude, we're over it. Yeah. Well, he just defeated Mark Sheffield. Like, he just beat him. Like, Mark's done. Can't even follow him anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And really? I like he is. He, it's so tiring following Aaron Rodgers. It, how do people survive drawing in so much drama at all times? Packers fans are over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've noticed it. Like, I mean, have you talked to Casey Court? Like, oh, they're, they want, they, they don't care if he comes back. They're like over. And that is the most impressive thing when a guy that is maybe one of the five most talented quarterbacks in the history of the league. But he's just exhausting. And he's just like, he's just that much well, of a pain and a drain. It's like when you watch the Jersey Shore or you watch any of the Real Housewives shows, everything is just drama all the time. And you wonder, even if it's not 100% real, you wonder how mentally you can hold up being surrounded by or being the reason for all drama at all times, even if you're getting paid handsomely for it. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers seems to be one of those people that likes it. Thrives in it. Likes it. But part of it is, I think, subsequently, he gets to thumb his nose at people that want to know his business. So we'll put his business out there and then tell them, why would you read into that? Yeah. It's not your business. That That's that's narcissism. Maybe him and Kyrie should just start a podcast together and nobody will Holy hell. Could you imagine <laughs> That'd the be awesome. type of nonsense that would come out of that? Oh, well, uh, I remember a time that I was on the Atlantic Ocean and I nearly fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. Well, I remember the time that I saw a chemtrail <laughs> in the sky and I swear 
that it was causing Siamese twins. You know, they, like, what are you talking about? They might not get along because both of them think they're the smartest guy in every oh room. Oh, my God. So well, how actually, did that work out? Yeah, I read this. Well, I read this. Well, I read this. Well, I read this. And it would be three hours of that every week on this podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I can't. I, either one of them, I'm all the way out on. Like, I don't want to hear any Ugh. more updates, any more news. Just tell me if they're going to play on Sunday or Monday yeah. or whatever. Nothing. But don't worry. Aaron Rodgers' head is out of the sand. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, Jay Williams, yesterday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3 as we continue with the listening lunch. He was discussing Bronny James in his future now that Pops went and advocated for him because Pops is going to play with his kid as soon as his kid gets into the NBA. But wait, is his kid actually an NBA player, Jay Williams? LeBron James wants to be on a team with Bronny, his last hurrah. I said it before. Mark this down. Bronny's going to go first round, guys. He may even go lottery. You're telling me a team like the New York Knicks may not think about taking LeBron James? Oh, please, God, yes. (laughs) And Bronny Jr. in the draft. That means LeBron James can spend his last year of his career as a New York Knick? Oh, the market is open. Just mark that down. That's going to be the most That'd watched. That would be so Knicks to get LeBron in the last year of his career. <laughs> the 2024 draft, in which a draft that Bronny in regular times may never ever be drafted, may now be the most watched draft in NBA draft history because of this. So I guarantee you Jay Williams hasn't actually seen Bronny James play. Yeah. I mean, Bronny James might end up being a first-round talent anyways. He's like the 43rd-ranked player in his class yeah, of all he, positions. He's, 40, okay. he's 43rd in his class, but he's a junior in high school. And it's like, if you're a top 50 guy in your class, you have a shot at the NBA. You have a chance. Yeah. He's 6'3". His dad's LeBron James. He might grow to 6'5", 6'6". Right. He's a guard. He right. can shoot and pass. It's whatever. Like, we can't judge whether or not he'll be an NBA player by now. What we can do is wonder what the heck is LeBron going to look like in 2024? <laughs> yeah. Like, now, now, Bronny is going to be an NBA player. Yeah. Because a team is going to draft Bronny so they For can sure. get LeBron. Now, what you said, Theo, is 100%. What is LeBron going to be in three years' time? That's that's weird to even think about because he's defied all age, time, yeah. and logic for so long. But, but he on. has had a steady stream of injuries yeah. and slowing. He'll eventually pop off, or he'll occasionally pop off a 35, 36, 37-point night. Yeah, he's, he's still so got smart. it. He's, so he's smart. smart. But what's another three years on that body mm. getting broken down? And Max Kellerman's right. You heard him in there. The best possible scenario for my life, I'm selfish, for my life, <laughs> is the Knicks to reach and draft Bronny James in the first round when he's maybe maybe a G League player, draft him in the first round, use a first-round pick on him, yeah. and get the washed king for a season. <laughs> they finish like 11th in the East. They don't make it out of the playoff round. You're stuck with a G League guy who you drafted in the first round, and then LeBron retires. That would be the perfect Knicks outcome and the perfect outcome Bing for bong. my life. That's correct. <laughs> Oh, now, would that be glorious? That would be hilarious. Also, I wonder, too, with LeBron James and his son, that, that, that which would be really cool, I wonder how nice it's going to look on the court because when I look at the the most, like, cool, the coolest moment ever in MLB history to me is Ken Griffey Jr. and and his father going back-to-back back back, back, yeah. with the home. That's the coolest moment in MLB history to me. If Like, what would that look like in the NBA, though? Like, uh, uh, Bronny throwing LeBron and Aliyup or vice versa. Yeah, I think that would be cool. It wouldn't be as cool as that, though. There's no way to top back-to-back home. We saw LaMelo and Lonzo go back-to-back trading threes this season, which was awesome in my opinion. That's really cool. 
but like back especially back since homers. they don't know how to shoot threes that's incredible <laughs> well they shoot them just a little funky it's like a double rainbow yeah but i just wonder what what could they do like i think there's going to be a lot of pressure i mean we're, and we're again we're forecasting three years from now lebron could be like a super shell of himself but like what would be the goal of that team is it just to sell jerseys and yes tickets? yes Yes. So the Knicks then, for sure. The uh-huh. Knicks. The Knicks. The Knicks are the most viable option the for Knicks. this to happen. The most realistic option for this to happen. In fact, I'll put two to one odds on the Knicks being the team that yeah. drafts Bronny in the first round and goes to get uh, overweight, injured LeBron. Yeah. I, I promise you. I can see it. Or, or what, if the, what if the Hornets did it and they could like be under Michael Jordan? That'd be something, right? That, <laughs> then they could do a Space Jam 3 and they'd all be in the building. Look at that. I like your Look business that, sense, Theo. He's still on that Da Vinci Code stuff. Uh, they need I, to hire me. I, I tell you what, since we <laughs> went to Lambo Code with Aaron Rodgers, Theo's been putting a lot of dots together. He's big, been putting a lot of different brain. evidence together. He is big brain today. Aaron Rodgers told me to read books. And before he <laughs> said that on his Instagram post last night, I'm like, yo, should I read books? I put a poll on Twitter. I got nothing back. I saw Aaron Rodgers say that, and I'm a different guy now. It's a it's book time it's for book Theo time. Dorsey. <laughs> uh, listing lunch here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, let's switch gears to college football. Paul Feinbaum, and this happened last week, and full apologies to us, but uh, because of our nonsense, we just didn't get to it. Paul Feinbaum with college football, the playoff announcing, it is not expanding past four for the entirety of its current deal. Paul Feinbaum, not a happy man. This is a sad and embarrassing day for college football. I I don't know how in the world we got here from where we were a couple of months ago. When this was announced as a working group, Hannah, there was celebration among the fans. And that's the thing that is so irritating to listen to these commissioners and executives talk. They cannot settle this when it was already settled by after a two-year investigation. And the biggest losers are the people that love the support, love the sport and support it. Yeah, and they're also leaving hundreds of millions of dollars on the table, which, which just shows that their, their feudal fiefdoms are more important than making money for their member institutions. I, I cannot tell you how disappointing this is for the fans of college fo- football and, and how utterly ridiculous it is that the, the leaders of this sport can't sit in a room and get this right. This is truly a dark moment in the history of college football. There's no one that's cuter when he's angry than Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> uh, Paul Feinbaum on Sports Center. And hey, uh, I am I am all for beating the drum on an expanded playoff because it still bothers me that college football is the only sport where not every team has a chance to win a national championship. College basketball, you do. Every other sport, you do. Because um, you're part of a tournament at the end of the year. Mm. In college football, only four teams get in, and we had to claw and scratch and beg for a group of five team to get in this year. And immediately after one drive in their game against Alabama, fans wanted to discredit them to a point where we may never see a group of five team uh, in the, the four-team playoff any longer. So that bothers me about college football. But if we're going to ask these student-athletes to continue to play game after game after game after game after game, like there's going to have to be further compensation because they are putting themselves, their health, their future at risk. To do that, just because we want more football doesn't mean that these student athletes want more football. So there needs to be a balance here. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I would say this. This is the only thing. I don't think, because there's there's been no point in my years of watching college football where I was like, man, why didn't we give the number five team a chance? I think they could have beat number one Alabama. No. Alabama would boat, roast, boat race those guys. If you look at who and finished. And boat roast them. <laughs> and Definitely boat would them. boat roast them. <laughs> mm. Oh, that would, actually, that sounds kind of good. It sounds hungry. delicious. Uh, I would love that served up. Uh, roll Tide. <laughs> um, but 
I just think those teams don't really have a real shot at the national title anyways. But if you're going to do it because all of the fans want it, and I'm the one guy on the island saying keep it at four, if you're going to do it and you're going to generate all that revenue, then pay the players. Huh? And then I'll get what I want, and then they get what yeah. they want, and everybody's happy. I just, I, for me, living in the group of five college football world like I do is the voice of FAU – a conference championship, that's great, but what does it mean if it doesn't put you in a chance to win a national championship? In college basketball, you win a conference championship, or at least your tournament, and you're in the NCAA tournament. You have a chance to have a path to win a national championship. In college football, for damn near every conference except the SEC, sometimes the ACC, the Big Ten, and occasionally the Big 12, doesn't mean a damn thing. Mm. It does not mean a damn thing if you want to win the ultimate prize. That's what bothers me. Now, this brings me to this idea. I'll make it quick because we have JMP coming on to play a special fun palindrome uh, game that we put together today because it's 2-22-22. Um, uh. Again, me living in the Group of Five world, the Group of Five needs to break off into its own division and play for a national championship. That would be cool. That. that would be very cool. I like bowl games, but I like playoffs better. What Stone experienced in the FCS, that's the way to determine a champion. 16 team. Yep. That's the real stuff right there. I want a tournament. You can still have bowl games within the tournament, but fine. The group of five, if you're never going to get a chance to actually play for a national championship, break off into your own division. Oh, but the money, the money. Networks would jump at a chance to have the group of five national championship, to have a playoff. If the FBS doesn't want to have a playoff, then fine. The group of five. Can have a playoff. You think people will watch Coastal? You think networks will get behind that? Yes. App State? Yes. FAU potentially? Absolutely. Everyone likes Marshall? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Air Force? Mm-hmm. The all of the military institutions? Yeah. Well, they kind of, nice. they have their military bowl, and that goes crazy. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. networks love it. Absolutely. I like that idea. So it might be time to break off. Because if you can't play for a national championship, what is the damn point? And TV network money? isn't going to be a valid excuse five years from now when the new contract comes up. Yeah. So you got to make a move, and you got to make a move to where you can actually compete for something. That's where I stand on it. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I just think, again, with the actual national championship, the way they have it set up right now, there's been no year where I thought, oh, that number five ranked team should have been the national championship. I think we still get a true national title winning team in every year in college football, right? I mean, if the more games you add, the more injury risk you add, then maybe Alabama loses two receivers and a quarterback, and now they're, you know, it just brings more parity, yeah. for one, but then it also gives you less of a true national championship. I like how college football has it now. The only argument, and I've already told you this before, is teams aren't given a chance to raise their level. Like, when you put 16 teams, or you mentioned the fifth team never having a chance. Well, when that fifth team's at the end of their season – and they're playing somewhat what they think is a meaningful game, they know whether they win by 40 or lose by 40, they're not inching closer to four or three, depending on what other teams do. Yeah. When you're put in a tournament-style bracket, it's live. Everyone's yeah. live. Like You yeah. will raise your level. You go into that game and your head coach tells you, hey, we're not supposed to win this game. We're 18-point underdogs. And if a team goes into a game knowing that, which I've been a part of that, you play differently. You raise your level. And if you're barking, you could beat them. You could sleep them. I mean, it, it could happen. I've seen it happen, but... At the F- FBS level, yeah, a lot less likely. It's just a bigger talent gap, but I will agree with you. I guess there's only way f- one way for us to find out, and it also seems pretty inevitable at this point. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So I guess we'll find out in five, ten years when they get their stuff together. I just I don't think it's going to happen. There's so much top-heavy money in college football 
These big conferences are not going to allow a group of five team to consistently be a part of this or to expand to ruin the party because they're scared. They're scared there's going to be one team that blows the whole thing up and then they're out of money and then it's problems and they can't consolidate it and they can't monopolize it. No, it's, it's broken. College football is a broken system. So the group of five, you want to compete for a national championship, you want your piece of the pie, you want to celebrate something, you want to have a parade, break off. Get the hell out. That's the only way that you're going to do it. And someone's going to have to have the balls to be able to come up with the idea, come up with a plan, and actually follow through. Because right now, everybody's at the whim of the TV networks. Yeah. And that is inherently wrong. Which doesn't make any sense because I brought, up, I brought up Iowa to you the other day. What about a, a, a bracket-style game in Iowa with that crowd? Like, Paul Feinbaum said they're leaving hundreds of millions mm. on the table. Like, I would love to tune into a... Iowa State, Iowa game that mattered in Iowa with that crowd. You're a big Iowa guy. Yeah, I just those crowds are hefty, man. They like they get down. Well, they're yeah. hefty literally. Yeah, yeah. The state say. of Iowa, not the healthiest. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Stone loves corn. Yeah, he loves the corn. Uh, when we return, JMP will join us. He is the smartest person I know. We're going to pick his brain. We are going to play a special palindrome trivia game. Want to know why? Because I'm a dope, and I decided this was a good idea. Is it? Stay tuned and find out. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LeVicka. We are presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. All right, so JMP is hanging out with us uh, because he wants to tell you about his trip to PBKC on Sunday. But I didn't want him to just come on and say, hey, listen to me from PBKC and the card show Sunday. So instead, we're going to play a game. We've roped him into a game. Before we get to the game, though, however, our biggest, biggest talking point of the second part of this show has been after that Instagram post last night from Aaron Rodgers, JMP, specifically the Shailene Woodley part, we thought they were done. We thought their engagement was broken off. Is Aaron Rodgers weird enough to break up with a woman and then send a three-paragraph-long appreciation post about her after the fact? I think that this is low on the scale of weird Aaron (laughs) Rodgers moments because this just feels like one of those celebrity... He's not the only one. Like It's one of those celebrity moments where it's like, you know what? We broke up. We may hate each other, but... We want to get out in front of the tabloids or we want to publicly profess, you know, all the great times. I had so much gratitude and I still love you, even though that I don't. Um, And like, you know, he just threw that out there. So uh, I didn't take it. You know, I thought it was interesting that uh, when you break up with somebody, you still say I love you in a post. But (laughs) because it's Aaron Rodgers and because he's a celebrity and because he always has to be the smartest man in the room and try to outsmart everybody else, I just think he wants us talking about it and thinking, oh, is he and Shailene back together? I don't think it's going to affect whatever happened uh, in the relationship or the end of their relationship one iota. I'm just curious if they're still together because that's I would never – send an appreciation post for a woman that I've broken up with one week post. Maybe like two years after the fact. Like, hey, thanks for being a good friend. But you don't know if you're still friends after a breakup a week after it happens. Yeah, you need some time to let things heal. Yeah, or take your head out of the sand, like Aaron said uh, on Pat McAfee today. And he also told you to read a a book, JMP. When's the last time you read a book like Aaron Rodgers wants you to? 
Well, when you say read a book, does that mean you physically have to have like yes, JMP pages? Can I read a book online? No, start to finish. No, Aaron Rodgers has a physical book in his hand. Yeah. JMP paper, feel it on your hands. Let's see. The last time that I watched Reading Rainbow, <laughs> nineteen ninety-two, maybe <laughs> when Levar Burton told That's me right. to buy Where the Wild Things Are. <laughs> he was the first person to tell us to read a book. Yeah. Yeah, he and then Aaron Rodgers. And then so maybe, Aaron I mean, how do you, how do you maybe, go yeah. up from there? Maybe he's going to do or, Reading you know? Rainbow. Yeah. Now, that would be a controversial he hire. He couldn't get Jeopardy, so he's going to go for Reading Rainbow. <laughs> right, right. Well, he screwed up. By the way. He should take over Dr. Oz's show. He kinda, it fit kinda in perfectly. Screw, he kind of screwed up his own chances at Jeopardy because they still don't have a permanent host, right? Yeah, they've got so, Blossom. Yeah. So he could have potentially, if he wanted to retire this year and go to Jeopardy, he could have gone to Jeopardy, except for the fact that he made an idiot out of mm-hmm. himself with yeah. the whole immunization yeah. uh, controversy. So now Jeopardy is not going to touch him with a 10-foot pole. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Well said, JMP. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's play our game. Today's a palindrome. If you don't know what that is, it's something that reads something the same forwards as backwards. That goes for numerals as well. Today is 2-22-22. If you have a sister or a mother or a friend or a significant other who's into horoscopes and into numerology, mm. they're freaking out They today. love it. They love yeah. this day. 2-22-22. So we're going to play a game surrounding that. And we call it Stone, What the Deuce. What the Deuce? So, what the deuce? this is a game where we are going to, I'm going to ask JMP and Theo questions about famous twos or 22s all time in sports. I read the question, whoever says their name first, that's the buzzer, and they get to answer. There's nine questions, so we don't have a tie, and also I ran out of time for a tenth question, okay? <laughs> are you, you ready? just ask a question about, like, Deuces that may or may not happen, you know, in our office. Yeah, yeah. Those are illegal. <laughs> I, th- I thought that was where you were going. <laughs> so, so this is... I'm glad JMP brought that up because, what, for the last month now, Stone? Yeah, it's been a month. Uh, we, we're not allowed to, to, to do deuce. number two in our, in our office bathrooms. Yeah, yeah. What the deuce? What the deuce? Um, we have to go to another <laughs> building next door. Conducive to efficiency... And productivity I, in this office. Can I say something right quick though about yeah, that? Sure. I don't like that because when they see us in that other building, they know exactly what's going yeah. on. It's no like, secret what we're doing. We're not yeah. dropping off an envelope. <laughs> like, like, and it's not even. We're like not a, delivering you know, lunch. You, you can't be going number one over there. Like, they know it's only for yeah. the twos. That's like, a great. You so guys, when you walk out of point. there, yeah. they're looking at you like he just he just dropped a deuce. Yeah. Full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just asked me. He just asked me to go in the bathroom, and I know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have not in the past month since those stupid signs have been up. You haven't. At least once said, you know what? I'm gonna say what the deuce and drop a deuce. <laughs> the only time I've done that is when nobody was in the office. See, but what happens if it, it? I'm scared of what would happen. I don't know what the consequences are. What do you think? You think you're gonna get fired? <laughs> well, I thought that there was a reason why the signs were up there. Well, there is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there, there absolutely is. Yeah, there is. But I in mean, this you office, might get a stern yelling at from yeah. whoever can Somebody smell be waiting it. On me you the pooped in the office. <laughs> That's I mean, a suspension. I mean, I got yelled at. I got the the stare of death by our boss Stephanie Prince one time when the men's bathroom wasn't working, 
And I, I mean, this was years ago. I went into the women's bathroom, <laughs> oh, and my. it was not uh, for a quickie number one. Now, now, here's the problem, though, is is JMP's not the one who designed our office to have two bathrooms, one man, one woman, and there's only one toilet in both bathrooms. They're yeah. both single bathrooms. So it's not like a regular office where you have stalls and yeah. you have a variety of toilets at limited. your disposal. We're limited. They, they made this like a home, except that in uh, at our busiest moments, we have like 20-something people in the office. So that's not your fault, JMP. Stand strong, right. damn it. All right, let's play our game. <laughs> what the, the deuce? deuce? Thank you. All right, so again, Theo, your buzzer is your name. JMP, your buzzer is your name. I just say my name? Or? Yep, you say your name, and then you like answer the Pokemon. question. Okay. Yep, exactly. Number one, this Bronx bomber uh, left proverbial baseball gift baskets to fans and JMP. alleged literal gift baskets to lovers. JMP? Am I supposed to let you finish the question? Yeah, yeah. No, no, you said it. I just wanted to finish the question because it was funny. Uh, That would be uh, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter is correct. It is 1-0 JMP. Well done. I just wanted to hear him say JMP. That's why I let him have that one. And I said lovers (laughs) on this show, by the way. I hope everybody caught that. Uh, This staple of America's team broke his most famous record in the desert. Theo. Theo? That's right. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith Deuce, is Deuce. correct. Rocket, rocket. Emmett Smith. One, one. That's what I'm talking about. I wrote all these myself, by the way, so if you have a problem with the wording, take it up with me. Very flowery. Like <laughs> Number three. This famous Philly made his Philadelphia debut wearing 22 Theo. before switching to 20, then hosted a radio show on ESPN 760. Theo? Ryan Howard. Incorrect. JMP. JMP. Michael Jack Schmidt. That is correct. That is correct. It is two to one. Ryan Howard has never hosted a show <laughs> on the old ESPN 760. Was Theo born when uh, Mike Schmidt hosted a show? No, on the old ESPN I wasn't. 760. Oh, oh that man. guy is. That is funny. Uh, number four. This quarterback was on the wrong end of twenty-eight to three. JMP. Theo. JMP. Matt Ryan. Matt hey. Ryan is correct. It is three to one. JMP. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. We're playing. What the deuce, our palindrome game on Ken LeVick Alive, because this is the type of nonsense we do. Number five, Hail Marys, drop kicks, and even a cereal. This pint-sized passer did it all. Theo. Theo? Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, who is number 22 at Boston College. Let's get it, even though I don't like him because I'm a Canes fan, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's that. Against the Dolphins at drop kick. Uh Uh-huh. It absolutely was. He was a Patriot at the time. Three to two. Three to two. JMP's lead is. Here we go, to Theo. One. Number six. Why this are you five for Theo. Yeah, what <laughs> is down? It's, it's comeback time. Underdog, just root for man. the underdog. Yeah. This five slam a jam alum was Michael Jordan's JMP. second NBA title victim. JMP. Clyde the Glide Drexler. That is correct. Clyde Drexler. That's ace time. Too. Number twenty-two. Four to two. JMP back up by a deuce. <laughs> uh. Number seven. <laughs> this point guard turned Theo. coach. Theo. Jason Kidd. Whoa! Wow. This point guard turned coach beat the first iteration to... of the Heat I'm Big Three. Hey, sit down, you're losing stuff. What? I'm yeah. Different. Oh, JMP just scoreboarded Theo. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Come oh. on, but that was the quickest answer. I should have got five. That was that. really good. Uh, number eight. This former Ole Miss running back played eight seasons with the Saints and JMP. made two Pro Bowls. JMP. Deuce McAllister. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I didn't know he went to Ole Miss. A little twist to the game. I, I like had no that. idea what number he was. He was number 26, the... by the way, but his first name was Deuce, Deuce so it applies. Uh, that's good. All right, so JMP is clinched. This is for pride uh, right now, okay? But you got to play for pride. If you want momentum going into next week on the show, Theo. It. I do need it. This quiet, unsmiling star earned finals MVP honors against the Heat. JMP. Theo. JMP. 
Dirk Nowitzki. No. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, that was easy. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, man. Kawhi Leonard. Why did she lose a point for that? JMP, JMP won. <laughs> Theo got the momentum. And I have the momentum. I don't know what that means, but you have the momentum, and congratulations. Well, that means that I get to drop a deuce today in the office. <laughs> 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 what the deuce? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you've earned it, yeah. friend. You've earned it. Uh, JMP, what are you doing on Sunday at PBKC, my friend? Uh, well, uh, at PBKC, uh, there's no easy way to transition from deuces. So I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, you know, well, I will say that they do have great no limit poker. Uh, and of course, deuce deuce is, you know, not the greatest hand to go into, but it's a solid, for sure. it's a solid hand at no limit poker. Uh, and they've got table games, super simulcast, exceptional dining and exciting events like this Sunday, myself. And J-Mart, Theo, Theo is leaving me. I yeah. mean, you talk about a present that's even better than a deuce. <laughs> Theo is leaving me the keys to hosting the PBKC Palm Beach uh, Sports Card Show. We will be broadcasting live from PBKC uh, 10 to 11 a.m. on Sunday, the second floor uh, at PBKC. And this is a really, really cool event. Uh, there's over 50 vendors that have sports memorabilia to buy, sell, trade, and so much more. Cards, plaques, you name it. Uh, it is absolutely free to get in. Uh, I, I've been interested in sports cards since I was little. One, because like I used to collect like the NBA hoops cards mm -hmm. in the late 80s. And two, uh, because my dad would always tell sob stories uh, about how he had all these famous baseball cards from the 1950s, including possibly the Mickey Mantle rookie card oh mm. that went for millions of dollars and that his mom gave them away. I actually invited him to come to the Kennel Club on Sunday because I'm a little pissed at him right now. Uh -oh. And, you know, I would love for him to see all these cards and say, oh, well, I had that one <laughs> and I had that one and I had that one. So, you know, what a great son that I am. But um, you, you can come. I encourage you to come. Uh, it's going to be all day Sunday uh, until 4 o'clock. We're going to be broadcasting live from 10 until 11. Myself and J-Mart will be hanging out uh, with uh, so much great cards and memorabilia. Also, I do want to mention, guys, this Thursday is local open mic comedy night at the paddock at PBKC, just $5. And you can see uh, some really cool local comedians uh, take the mic. So, so many things going on at Palm Beach Kennel Club. JMP, well done. Uh, Sunday, PBKC, JMP and J-Mart, 10 a.m., PBKC card show, and he is the new What the Deuce champion. Mm. What the Deuce? Congratulations. I'll see you on March 3rd of 2033. Is that yeah. It? Yeah, there we go. I'll see you then. 3333. Yeah. All right, guys. Deuce time. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces. He's Theodore WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We are presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Congratulations again to JMP for his What the Deuce Championship. And congrats to Theo for his... Momentum. Yes. And don't worry, Theo. Theo was very concerned uh, before we came into the last segment uh, that we would never see a palindrome again in our lifetimes. <laughs> You're, you, you had a very existential realization, but it's not true. You're going to see another one. 
333 is indeed a palindrome. It counts. Yeah, but it don't hit the same because with two twenty-two two, you need the you need the day yeah. to have double numbers. I need the double number on the back end and the front end, and the month middle have a single uh, number, and that man. makes me feel holistic. That is so one. I don't read books, man. I don't read books. <laughs> so one eleven eleven. Do you remember where you were on that day? Man, I tell you, on one eleven eleven, I was. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I had just probably graduated high school, or I was getting ready to graduate high school. I probably was being a knucklehead playing Halo 3 or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Those were the yeah. days. One eleven, eleven. Listen to the graduation by Kanye West. I remember that. All right. All right. Uh, I, you're probably right. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't remember, I can't remember what I was doing. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about EDS air conditioning because you need to know what you're doing because it's about to get hot and sticky and miserable and terrible. And if the AC goes out and I'd stone, I know it's happened to you. I know it has happened to you growing up in South Florida. Mm-hmm. You don't have AC. It is problems because then you start sweating and you can't sleep. And sometimes it's dangerous. Sometimes you got to flat out go to a hotel. That's just the South Florida life. You know how you avoid that? Getting your AC checked. Getting your AC replaced if it is old, old, old. And that's where EDS air conditioning comes in. EDS is, yes, it's easy to remember. Who should I call? Who should I call? Who should I get a hold of? EDS. EDS is yes. Just repeat it over and over. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. Train comfort specialists. It's hard to stop a train. They have the best equipment, the best technicians, family owned and operated since 2006. They take care of your plumbing needs as well. I mean, they're a miracle. A miracle. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. They're trying to set appointment schedules around your time. That's EDS air conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. Come, I want you to hear this quote from Aaron Rodgers from Pat McAfee today, okay? I told Matt in my speech that three years together and two MVPs, there's no coincidences. I also told Shailene Woodley, I've been with you for two seasons and won two MVPs. That's not a coincidence either. So, again, is he still with Shailene Woodley? Yeah. Or is he just being a huge you-know-what? Yeah. Like, hey, thanks for the memories. Sorry I broke up with you. Thanks for the MVP, Shailen Woodley. Still, he still hasn't told anybody whether or not they're still together. There's no clarity on this. I don't understand this. I do have a lot of feelings of remorse for my loved ones when it relates to the COVID conversation. I didn't realize the type of shrapnel they'd be taking into those people. I'm truly sorry. Is he talking about Shailen Woodley there? I don't, I don't understand. But then, I know for me, the last two seasons has been great for me to have stability at home. When things are good in your personal life, it allows you to relax and be so much more grateful for the little things in life. That sounds like they're together. It sounds like a, a happily, like, in a relationship like they're, guy. Like, they're, like it's on. Yeah. Like, it's back on. Like, they're going to get married. Like, they're at least still thinking about it. Maybe that photo he posted was a selfie from that night. It could have been. Like, we don't know. It could have been. Wow, here goes Theo again. Yeah, I know, I know. I, <laughs> I, I love to think of Theo as Tom Hanks in the Da Vinci Code, except it's Aaron Rodgers, so he's going to fly to Green Bay. He's oh, going to yeah. end up at Lambeau, break in the Lambeau. The authorities are chasing after him. He finds a sidekick. He's at, like, midfield, and there is, like, a canister right under the turf at Lambeau Field. He discovers it. Mm. It opens a portal to where all of a sudden you're in Aaron Rodgers' home in California. You see Shailene Woodley sunning her nether regions in the back. Mm. You're like, what is – where am I? How have I connected these dots? And then you discover 
the inner workings of the Aaron Rodgers sanctum. That's right. I like the thought of that. And then like 30 seconds before I'm able to tweet it, Shefty's going to tweet out that Rodgers is retiring and then uh-huh. it'll be off or not. Uh, uh, exactly. It'll be off or not. Everything completely blown <laughs> up. I don't know what to think about this. I don't even care if he's retiring anymore. I just need to know if Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley are still a couple. Yeah, that's true. That's all I'm asking for. That's more interesting, honestly. Yeah, it is. It is because he's being so cryptic about it. Just say you're still together. Do something for us, finally. Jerking us around for years. <laughs> Theodosi, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Well done. Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz. Well done. I'm Ken Levicka. Eh, we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye now.